the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Get ready to kick up some dirt and mud because it's time for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. SDORC is here to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. So whether it's bikes, buggies, trucks, or trikes, San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio brings you the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles and protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. Because together, everyone achieves more. Now, here is your host, Dave Stahl. All right, folks. Hey, welcome. You are listening to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a business with cash registers and cashiers and you're having a little trouble keeping these people employed, how about going to self-checkout? That's what Southwest Point of Sale has been doing for over 20 years. You can give them a call at 800-540-2149. Talk to the team. They'll come out to your location, take a look and see what you have as far as your setup goes. And if their system mates with your system, you will be set for the forever. 24-hour day, seven-day a week service. Again, give them a call, 800-540-2149. Also, Alpha Site Logistics. If you're doing an event out in the desert, these are the guys and girls you need to call. They've been serving in Imperial Valley for over 20 years. They offer portable toilets, hand wash machines, hand wash trailers, shelter trailers, dumpsters, and a whole lot more. Call them at 760-352-8383. Get a quote. Also, they know all the rules and regulations, so that's one less thing you have to fool with. All right, folks, welcome to the show. Yes, I'm excited for today. Yeah, absolutely. Hi, guys. How's it going? Is it because of Super Bowl or is it because Rod <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? There's a no. football game today? Ooh. I don't know. Somebody told me there was wrong. a football game. Oh, man. We're supposed wrong to be in the desert on Super Bowl Sunday. I was. Is that? Yeah, I know. I can tell by you. <laughs> I hauled butt home. I would have gone, but, you know, can't do everything. No, you can't do everything. So, it's a uh, wonderful thing about these days. Yeah. So what's kicking? I well, think you got some news. There's stuff going on. It's it's kind of quiet. It's a little quiet on the Western Front. Uh, it's been nice. So the Yamaha grant to put reflectors on the Superstition bombing range fence. I got a permission slip from uh, the woman from the Navy that I forwarded to Yamaha mm-hmm. saying that it's okay for us to put these things on the fence. right? Because that, that's a big thing. You're going to do something. You need permission from the owner of... The place you're going to do it. Right. Right. Yeah. So if you're going to do something on BLM land, you need permission yeah, from you gotta get, yeah. or they, state parks or the national You mean they don't want to look whatever. at them? They don't want to look at them, measure them, <laughs> taste them, smell them, they, to make they, sure they meet all easy. their... Yeah, they, they don't have a lot of criteria. They, they're, they're, they're very So do you agreeable. get to make them as big as you want? Yeah. 
six foot by eight foot. No, they're like four foot by four inch by two inch mm. with a hole in the top and the bottom. There'll be safety wire and we'll just twist them into. But they got to be, are they reflector? Yeah. 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 yeah okay. they're reflectors. Yeah. They're automotive reflectors. Gotcha. Well, that's that's a that's a bonus. So, so now, what's the next step? So, uh, in a week or two, they're having their their meeting where they discuss the grants and they're going to make the awards. And the grant administrator I spoke to, she said we look really good. Okay, she can't say we get it until the group uh, convene and right. they have their. Otherwise, why are they there? Right. Um, but she said we look pretty good. It, it it offers a lot to OHV and it doesn't cost them very much. Well, it doesn't cost them other than the, and, and it's not. Well, five grand. Yeah. Oh, that's for Yamaha? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we're asking. It's one bike. I know. They make that on one or two bikes. Yeah, I'm just saying. They sell a lot of <laughs> yeah. bikes. So. Uh, we're optimistic. And, and for those of you who don't quite know what we're talking about, we are asking Yamaha for money to buy reflectors to put on this new fence between the off-road vehicle area by Superstition Mountain and the Navy bombing range. We've, they've made the fence. We've talked to them for about a year now about it. Yeah. They put the fence up, and I went out there to look at it, and it's hard to see in the daytime. At nighttime, it's very difficult to see. So yeah. now are these reflectors only? We're putting yeah. reflectors on. What about signage? They have signage there, already There are some installed. signs. Not a lot. You'd have to ride along the fence a ways to find the sign. It's They're like, like every 50 yards, couldn't I you, think. Couldn't you include signage along with the reflectors? That seems like Oh, that's that getting I, really expensive. I mostly though. just want people to see it and not crash into it. Yeah. As, as far as what yeah, Yamaha, it is, what's another motorcycle? Yeah. So yeah. it's It's, it's not probably very much more money. than that. I, I think we'll get a lot of volunteers to help think? us. To make the aluminum signs that have, you know, the one side oh. reflective and then with us having it painted or, or baked, it, it's, it's called anodized on oh, yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to put the sign on yeah, it and everything. But ordering those, level of we, there's, what, seven miles altogether of this um, three-line three smooth wire fence that goes. And I think it's only like, I think it's five, well, or is it six miles that go along the OHV and then one mile down Huff Road, right? Correct. Yeah. So the <clears throat> six miles of it is what goes across the the backside of of OHV. You know, but, I didn't think of that. We should do. We should put reflectors along Huff Road. Also, we don't want people to turn off the highway and crash into the fence. So there's. They told me there's three thousand, I don't know, six hundred and thirty three posts, and so that's how many reflectors I want to order. And so some of those posts are along Huff well, Road. You know what I would do? Dip. And there again, I'm, I don't get involved with this. And I know how difficult it is to get government to do anything. <laughs> but I would suggest to the people that own the fence that if you supply us with new signage, we'll install it for you for free. Um, I mean, all you got to do is ask. The, the opposite of that might be easier, that we get the signs made and, and they, we give them to the Navy. And, and the Navy has, what do they yeah. call them, the CBs? Tra- the trainees. Basically any of the trainees. They have the, oh, they the have basic training kids? Yeah. They have construction crews that mm-hmm. we could give them the stuff and they could, they're looking for projects. They have a lot of labor. All right. Well, mm-hmm. I mean. So, either, but it could go either way. But that, I mean, I would, th- I mean, it's almost. Like to see signs along Well, just thing? because you come screaming out there, you've never been out there before and you see a reflector. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, so yeah, what? You don't go- Even the newer crowds that have been going out there for the last three to five years, they've all thought that that's just open desert. Like, well, sure. I, I literally just got into a social media argument with a person uh, <laughs> in regards to learning the desert and knowing because I, in the last three weeks, twice, the fence has been cut twice in the and last three cut. weeks. And it's cut, which means people are literally taking wire cutter snippers out there and, and so that, that, that they can that get out to where they want to go. What Dave is saying is like we need to have signs so that people understand what's going on. Yeah. And, and I would even, I mean, I hate to tell you, but I would even say, you know, you know cutting this fence is a federal offense. It is. And you're on camera. Uh, and the fine is $5,000. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just Who saying, because if yeah, you don't have fine. a deterrent, yeah, I mean, speed, oh, I, speed limit is 65, right? The fine, right? in my opinion, should uh-huh. be more than that. Because okay. when you go out and well, you're in the bombing range and 10, you're playing in the bombing 20, range and you have the crew that's over at the Naval Air Force that's been set up, you've got the ground crew prepping the plane, you got the plane being prepped and fueled, you've got the people in the tower that are running it, you've got the drone that's also flying the, watching the, the drivers. could have come from the and, other side of the world. To yeah. get trained over well, here. And then, okay, the penalty will be you will blow yourself up. Yeah, that is a very strong possibility. You don't need as well. to put money out there. Yep. No. You don't need to have a money fine. Yeah. No, I, Stand I took by my... the orange triangle. Yeah. <laughs> we do have you. Uh, you are you're under surveillance. Yeah. Smile when you go across because we want to know who to contact when you're blown all to smithereens. My brother hadn't, <laughs> hadn't been to Plaster City um, and down to where in the bombing ranges you're going down, what is it, the Juan de Santos, I think, is the trail is what it is. I don't know if it's the one. It's not oh. the Juan Batista one, but it's the Juan de Anzalza or something like that. Um, trail and that goes from Plaster City out the back of Plaster City and it follows the train tracks all the way down and you can cut across the bombing range that is on the west side of Superstition and the northwest side of Plaster City Mm -hmm. and it's a law it's a big bombing range again people don't think that there's a bombing range over there don't know that there's a bombing range over there I'm like what do you think all those white signs are because there's no fence on that side they have enough signs yeah you can't I mean I've ridden along the the, there's a Plenty of signs. It's not like there's a problem. And thank goodness there's no... Well, um, need to, maybe no they need to be relocated. Well... What, the signs? The, well, if there's tons of signs. Well, well just People yes- just are not, like, oh, they yeah. go in anyway. Yeah. Well, just yesterday, I, I took my brother and my nephew. We went out exploring. We, I, we have Painted Gorge cleanup in a couple of weeks, so we wanted to go out and go look at Painted Gorge, see how bad the trash was and stuff, and get pre, mm-hmm. pre-photos of the trash. Um, so we decided to go and explore because he'd never been over to that side. He'd never been down to the superstition or he's been in the superstition trash at one time. But, you know, I took him down. I wanted him to see the big ammo shells that are the size of me, you know, that are there. And he is thoroughly impressed on all the dummy rounds that they had. Just thousands of, you know, three foot dummy rounds where the head of it's, you know, 18 inches long. And then it's got a tail with the three sides of it that come out of it. And there you was those with your binoculars. No, you can drive down the trail and you can literally see it from the trail. Oh, if you're on, if, you if re- you're on the approved trail and you don't you exit the approved trail, stuff. you can look over and see right at it. Just think what you could and, you could recycle that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I told my brother, I'm like between between us and the tower, which is you know, and and that fence line where those bombs are, you can find anywhere from five to ten bombs within that that area. And my brother was like, No way, no way. <laughs> the military doesn't leave them out here like that. Being that he's a Navy chief himself, you know, and I'm like, no, they they okay. really do. Now, there's a military for you. Here's the Danger Live bombing range. Yep. 
and a laser and range. 20 feet from it is a parachute drop zone. Yes, for the military. How accurate That's... are you at parachuting? <laughs> you got to be spot on when you're in the well, military. Well, yeah, I think. That's their training to But, ground. I mean, it's only... Hello, don't you think you'd put it a little farther apart? No, because they they're it's a, it's all incorporated into each other. If a parachuter does fall into the bombing range, you'll never hear from him again anyway. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to S D O R C Dirt Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hi right, folks, welcome back to S D O R C Dirt Radio FM 961. AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by Wayne Miller. Miller mobile Tire. Tire. Yeah, it's as mobile as he can get. <laughs> well, you know, when he's got me as number yes, one Yes, as client. a customer. <laughs> a five-star customer, we might add. Yes. So you could be stuck on the side of the road. You could be on a job site and you need tractor tires. Wayne Miller Mobile Tire is here for any of your tire needs. You can go to the shop in Santee or he'll come to you. Give him a call at 619-596-2800. Cool. All right. So we've been talking about safety a little bit. You know, the fact that uh, uh, Yamaha is going to do the reflectors. We're asking Yamaha yeah. for money. So we're going to get Yamaha to, to provide. Man, we either have to go after Honda or somebody else to do the signs. Yeah, we should. I mean, I'm just saying it's. I hate it well, when when we do something in the government and we do it halfway. Yeah, you know I agree. Because I mean, it I mean, the signs too. Because again, obviously, people don't know. And, how many new and, off roaders are there a year? Uh, Does too, anybody look that number up? Uh, too many. A lot it, of in the last have been sold two lately. years, because of COVID, it's it's, it's skyrocketed insane. and it's doubled, if not tripled. So from what it would it used make perfectly good sense to me when you've got all these new people out there, because yeah. all it's going to take is one accident, mm-hmm. one fatality, and guess what, folks? You just you gave go. the government an excuse to shut down that area yeah absolutely so if you like that area then you need to be part of s-t-o-r-c for 25 dollars and help us fight the fight uh i would go after honda i'd go after bmw i'd go after anybody well, we that sh- plays we give out there yamaha if they approve our grant we should go back to them and say we'd like to do more or go to and polaris give them the, give them the chance or yeah. go to some, well polaris you know what good give them first right of refusal yeah let me yeah. see how they feel because if you explain it to them say you know we were talking on radio we know you were listening and we decided you know having reflectors are wonderful but wouldn't it be nice if there was a sign that went with it and you why. could put brought to you by yamaha on the bottom of it yeah mm. There's no reason we can't do that. Yep. Put Yamaha right on the sign. You're, you're not writing any of that yeah. down. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, borrow my pen. You can even keep that if you want. Oh, I love my racer radio pen. Oh, my God. It says racer radio right on the pen. How scary. <laughs> but, you know, it's all about publicity. It's all about, because, again, I've said it a million times, when we ask for something from somebody, they want something in return. Yep. And if their name could be plastered all over that desert area... And again, the government can then say, if somebody was stupid enough to go across and get hurt, then the government's defense in court would be, it's not like we didn't have signs. Yeah. It's not like we didn't have reflectors. Yeah. Because you know some little slippery lawyer, if you you only have a sign every 
mile or I mean I don't know what it is. I mean you know what the distance well, are. It's every other and they're every twelve feet and it's every other. So it'd be every twenty four feet. There's there's a. a Did you say the signs a are a little ele- ele- And then the signs are what every. They're further apart. Five, yeah, every five posts. Can so I want to say the signs are every far. sixty feet because I think they're every five. Can you read them? Not unless you're within probably ten yards of them. Okay, so then, they're they're literally they're like twelve inch by twelve inch signs that are on. If it's that's a, your idea. Twelve <laughs> inches. Holy moly! I know. I like this girl. Eighteen. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. but it, it, I know. I'm going wider because of the microphone in front of me. Okay, <laughs> let me go like this for you. Your husband Here. just passed out. <laughs> <laughs> well, why couldn't we take you know go out there and? remove those signs not every one of them and do them in in a, in a rotation bring them back paint and redo them and then that way you don't have to pay for the metal oh it'd be cheaper the metal for the most part on those signs to go is get them. is well i don't know if the navy wants us to be taking their signs out i want right. to say 50 to 75 percent of them are shot up <laughs> and are well, so old well then we need new signs mm, yeah the old signs yeah. are shot up yeah the old signs are shot so, up and and the old the old border of the bombing range that had signs that were bent and twisted right, and shot right, up, right. they can be like 100 yards from the new fence. Like the, the distance varies, but the new fence is way further into the bombing range, which mm-hmm. we like, but they're no longer in the same spot. Right. So it's kind of weird. Well, I'm just saying we need to really think this thing out. Go back to Yamaha and say, hey, we appreciate everything you've done, but let me ask you a question and see what you think of this. Don't you think we ought to have signs with your name on it Yeah. next to the reflectors? That would be awesome so, so you know what they, they, they have four periods a year for grants. So we get this one and we'll start on it. You and then the next a, period. You can tell he's a grant yeah. guy. Yeah. We'll, we'll just put it in. It takes forever to do a grant. Well, I mean. But, well, you know the drill. It's good money, though. You well, know I mean, the drill. You, you got to work with their program. That's what I say. I, yeah. It's not my thing. You know, but I mean, you so know we'll the just, drill. We'll yeah. just put in another order saying, okay, now we're, we're grateful this is working. Thank you. We would like to improve it yet again. We're with signage. Do, now we'd yeah. like to add some signs. With your name so on it. So we, ne- yes. we need to have, um, say, 500 signs. It's going to say bombing range, keep out. Thank you, Yamaha, at the bottom. Right. Bombing range, keep out. Penalty is death. Penalty, you have to ride a Honda. <laughs> yeah, penalty, you have to ride a Honda. No. Yamaha yeah. would go for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'm just well, thinking of all the people that go out there that say, I didn't see that. I didn't know that. Absolutely. I know. Ignorance is no excuse. No, ignorance right? is no excuse. Especially if you say you're in a side by side and you cut the wire because you see you want to go out and look at something. And I all used of a to sudden go you go through there. But what happens That's if you my old trail? But what happens if you blow up and you kill your kids or your? You know? Can uh, you imagine? Yeah. I mean, okay, it hasn't happened yet, but good lord, let's There's be a strong possibility. Let's be proactive instead of reactive. Yeah. I think the Navy would love it if we reduced their liability. You think? Yeah, I would too. And we, for us, increasing the safety of off-roaders, I we think it's a, win-win. We did a superstition cleanup last year, and we had the um, chief and a few pilots and a few trainees come over and partake. We had about, at what, 12 military guys come over from the Air Force for our cleanup. Uh-huh. And while we're doing the cleanup, even though in the beginning when everybody showed up, I said, make sure if you find anything that looks like it could be anything, just leave it where it's at. Tell and, us. And don't. And Anything that could be like 
a bomb, a, something that or came a live out of an round or a spent round Any that could have been kind of, yeah. And and granted, this person was in superstition in the mud hills, so not even at the base of the mountain or anything like that, but over in the mud hills, um, off Wheeler and and, and in the south uh-huh. side, east side in the mud hills. And he brings back and he's like, "Look at this! Isn't this so cool?" And he pulls out, you know, this this five inch round that still had the head on it and and everything and i was like oh hey set <laughs> and that the, down very and gently the, and then and the and navy the back. navy chief was right there and he goes the exactly what you said ed he goes you need to put that down very gently he goes you don't know anything about that and that is actually still a live round that if you know moved just right could have possibly gone off because it was it so campfire. old, it, you know, and you just don't know, you just don't don't know, know how, how stable so it is when it's I, that. I think that's a good project to go after personally. Oh, the fence. Yeah. Edition. Well, in the okay. signage and, and so we're, so we're reflectors will be stage one. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we'll do it. And you can even two. tell Yamaha, hey, we'll do the signage on stage two. Yamaha may come back and say, you know, that's a really good idea. Yeah. Let's add that to this grant. Yeah. I mean, you never know. I mean, if I was Yamaha, I don't know if I'd want to wait till stage two. I would say, let's what, get my name out there. What's the grant there. limit? Is it, is it 10 or is it 15? They don't have or, a fixed limit. It, or they don't Polaris have a fixed limit? I thought it was 10,000. Yeah, but Yamaha. Yeah. Yamaha is flexible. Right. Yeah. And, and just tell them very politely, and, and we appreciate everything you've done with reflectors, mm-hmm. but I think signage is important. If you don't want to do it, I just want to let you know we are going to go to some other companies to, to get the signage. So I, no, well, you know, you get first rider refusal. Yeah, that's smart. Absolutely. I'm it's shaking that. my head, yes. Yeah. I agree. That's very smart. I mean, you know Yamaha <laughs> would love to see their reflector with no name on it and then a Honda on a sign. Oh, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> um, yeah. Honda well, doesn't have a grant program, by the way. Are you sure? Pretty sure. And they just lost uh, Nipum. You know Nipum National Youth Program using mini bikes? Yeah. They've been supplying mini bikes and other equipment to yeah. Nippum for, yeah, for like they years. Got, yeah. Nippum just declared out of business. Really? Well, it's because yeah. remember when they had that big hubbaloo about little mini bikes and and all the gear that had, I guess, lead or oh. something in it. Oh, all the, the lead bikes. band. That was the uh, oh, the, the com- commute. Com- uh, the safety commission. What is? Yeah, that? but anyway, I mean anyway. that really hurt. That really, really hurt. The uh, the mini bike business really did. Not well, the- I think uh, Nipum just doesn't have the willpower to continue. I don't think it's a, an equipment problem. Yeah, it's the organization. It, they're uh. lacking volunteers. I know that. Um, uh, Patricia oh, Patricia Urena, who who mans it, she's been manning that program for twenty years. Um, she's been in charge of that same program. Thing, same thing about racers against drugs. It, it was ran by a lady out of Collins Speedway. Yeah, that girl was everywhere. She yep. moved. They're still yeah. there, but nothing's going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's sad because it's like you want to, you need the the people to join in. You need it can't just be one person well, or say, a handful think, of people that just do it. You, you know. Ed? left town and went to north carolina oh. i mean really i mean I, I don't know what would happen it with would be hard for sdorc to yeah. fill your your shoes yeah and our organization has been around for 60 years yeah i know i know and granted i'm i'm not saying you walk on water but it's hard to fulfill enthusiastic people that are willing to you know go that extra mile yeah you know to make to make it happen all right let's take a quick break 
You're all listening to S-T-O-R-C Dirt Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. When a motor's warm and she's purring sweet. All right, folks, welcome back to S-T-O-R-C, your radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment is brought to you by PRMI Mortgage. Tell about Chris. Primary Residential Mortgage, Inc. He's here for any of your home needs. If you're looking to buy a home for the first time, resell your home, looking to refinance, uh, he's here to help you out and give you the best advice along the way. Give him a call at 619-733-133. Zero three six one nine seven two two one three zero three. That's it. Six one nine seven two two one three zero three. Also, San Diego Off Road Magazine. If you've never read it, you're missing out. Go to www.ssorm.com. Been around since 1982. It's your one stop for everything going on from events to buying and selling product, interesting articles. They're doing a book reading program right now that you might be interested in. Uh, Ed writes an article. It's just really, you can get it online at ssorm.com and donate money to Steve and Sherry because it takes a lot to get that keep that thing up and running. They live out in the desert, so they know it coming and going. Mm-hmm. The best coming events ever uh, column anywhere. Right. So, so, so Dave, I, yes. I had a wild hair, and uh, Coleman makes mini bikes. Mm-hmm. Uh, small motorcycles and i i wrote them a note asking if i could borrow one to test it mm-hmm. for my radio show and my magazine column yeah. i haven't heard back it's been like two weeks who'd you contact just the forum on the website a forum email like you know send us a, a but i mean who's contact. that go to I, I don't know oh well what you need to do you got to start you got to start small so what you do is you go to a bike store you know a bike shop that sells them you know, pick one, you know, and then yeah. say, I need to borrow a bike for the weekend. I'll do an article and I'll, you know, review it on uh, SDORC Dirt Radio. And they'll be happy to throw you the keys for a weekend. You'll mm-hmm. fill out a borrowed car agreement. You got to make sure you're insured, you know, and show them. You know, bring in a copy. In fact, I'll even get you a borrowed car agreement because they may not even have one. But if they don't, and it's a complete legal document. You know, make, model, VIN, mileage in, mileage out. You know, as long as you don't tear it up or destroy it. That's what I would do. And like I've been telling you, you can do, we can do that with, you know, that's the other thing. that All kind of vehicles. Well, we could enhance the show with a weekly review. Yeah. Whether it be a side-by-side, a, you know, a, a motorcycle, whatever you whatever you think is interesting or new for, for, for the product. I was over at uh, Motor World. Uh, talking to them about you know the red red sticker yeah. you know, rule, and they're more than well aware of it. In fact, you know, the one kid I was working with, he actually races, so he bought a twenty one, you know, just so he could just so he could go to the public land. You well, know, I don't know if I told you, my good buddy bought a twenty two KTM. And got, yeah, he got the paperwork. He got and a pink slip and a red sticker. He showed it to me. Have you been to DMV lately? <laughs> you know I mean, how? Why would you even say that? Those people. You know, I have a prediction. I think I said it last time. 
that that um, the red sticker program ending, it's going to move up in time. It's going to go up a year or a couple of years, just like they did in 1998. Because mm-hmm. red sticker started in 98, and by 2002, they'd given a lot of green stickers to red sticker right. bikes. And so they said, well, we're going to just start fresh in 2003. Or if they start to see a decline in, in motorcycle off-road registrations, they're going to say, hmm, you know, we just turned the spigot off of a very or big market. increase. Why are they increasing registrations? There shouldn't be that many because we're not allowing those bikes to get registered. Well, yeah, well, then that, but that's internal. they got to talk to their own folks. But, I mean, if, if the dealers just say, I'll sell it, but, you know, you know, but you're not going to get your red sticker money. How much is a red sticker? Uh, fifty-four dollars for two years. Fifty-four dollars—that's per bike. Can you yeah. imagine how much money they'd be throwing? You know, some some little bean counter is going to say, "Hey, we're down about fifteen thousand or fifteen million dollars between twenty-two well, and twenty-three. That's why Brian Jones is running SB eight ninety-four, which was mm-hmm. SB two twenty-seven last year, and yeah, yeah, I forget the through. number of the year before. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're well. At least Brian's fighting the fight. But I'm just saying, I mean, but no, if you want to get to review, you could do I would like to try some interesting things. What about gear? Is there any new gear on the market? There's lots of new gear. There's always gear on the market. Is there any gear for women? Not enough. But I mean, the gear that, but you know, if there's (laughs) more and more demand for them, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, just what, in the last 10 years, they finally came out with chest protectors that are, are lady oriented, where before, before that, you had no luck. I'm still out of luck, but you're yeah. You're still out of luck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still out of luck, but yeah. yeah. I mean, you were two pounds of salami <laughs> in a one-pound bag. I, mean, I know. You had no choice. Yeah. But the bottom line is, if find new gear. I mean, I had a guy contact me because I told him, hey, I, I see you have a inflatable vest. I said, send me one, and I'll put it on radio and TV, and he did. You know, and it was really a cool device, except like it was for road bikes. It wasn't for off-road. Not that it couldn't have been for off-road, because what you do is you That's tether it. That's required in MotoGP now. Is it? All the riders wear not like this vest. One. Not like this one. You tether it to your bike, and you're, and then when you f- forget, you stop at the gas station. No, forget. Oh, you, you step off your bike. You step off your bike, it goes, poof, and you look like the Michelin man. <laughs> So I think the ones that you're talking about aren't don't inflate as much as this thing did. No, they oh. do, but they have accelerometers. And if if uh, the force on your body causes an acceleration above a certain point, oh, it come, you, it, you inflate. Well, this one, if you, you forget to... You know, this, I saw and, Valentino Rossi standing there like the Michelin. Well, man, yeah. And, and they come like with little CO2 now. cartridges that you do. Yeah, yeah. So I had one at Dave Davis at KUSI. So I put it all on him and zipped it all up. And he goes, what's it going to be like? Oh, you won't even notice it. Woof. <laughs> Looks like the Michelin man. I wish I had that when I broke my ribs. I and then another company came, came out with a full body suit. Yeah, I've seen the full body suit. But that didn't go well because the person that went off the bike. Oh, like blew him up like a ball? Well, they were like a balloon and they just kept bouncing down the freeway and it wouldn't stop them. So I think that one's still in production. Yeah, I think that would hurt. You know what? I still think I have that inflatable vest now that you bring it up at my someplace but i'm just saying I don't know. gloves 
you know, underwear, socks. I think I had boots. the same riding boots for like twelve years, and See? I finally just got. I've been thinking of getting to, new boots too. Well, yeah. so what you do? Find a pair of boots that you love. And that's really difficult because I got big calves, uh, so only uh, certain brands. We're not like talking sip. to you. I know it's. I know exactly what boot I like. He is a perfect yes. specimen. Yes, he is. So what you do is you go down to the bike store that you like. And you find the pair that you love, and you take a picture of the manufacturer. You go to the website and Google it and look it up, and it'll have press or media. You click on that. I personally would look for a phone number, you know, because if you email them, hell, that thing will sit in their trash for years. So you call them up and say, hey, I I happen to be, uh, you know, being in a store the other day, I seen your boots. I just want you to know I do a radio show in San Diego. I've been doing it for about five, six years. And we do a product column. And I'd be I'd wonder if you'd be interested in sending me a pair of boots, size nine and a half D. Uh let me road test them, check them out. Uh I do I will take them off road. I'll do this, that, and the other. And if you want them back, that's fine. You pay the shipping. Uh otherwise I'll keep them and continue to do reviews on them or I'll donate them to a motorcycle charity. Sounds and great. Nine times out of ten, you'll keep them. Because uh, yeah, yeah. What do they what want? Do they, what do they boots? want your stinky old boots back for? I know. But I'm just saying, anything. I, I I have the hardest time getting people to do that, especially in the gun show. I do the same thing in the gun show. Then they do it, and then they go, "Wow, that's the greatest idea in the world." Whoops! You don't think I didn't come up with it <laughs> for my health? And really, you know, all joking aside, Audrey. Because you're a, you're larger stature, you're even better off for them to have equipment and gear that fits you. Yeah. Say, I happen to be a yada, 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 yada. You know, I want to know, do you have anything? Then I would have to it's- take her riding with my three-wheeler or my old Yamaha. Well, I'd have to take her to, to test the gear. I saw your van yesterday or a very similar <laughs> van, and I was very Someone excited. Why, well, you buying a new van? No, no, she me. saw a van. I saw identical a van. to mine. Yeah, I, call, she called, I called me. Him. Is that you? Oh, and I was unfortunately I was at home. <laughs> it was like nine I, o'clock Friday night, and I'm like, "Hey, are you in the desert?" No, he's in bed. Like, Darn it! I had to do the DAC meeting yeah. yesterday. Okay, I was on the Zoom call from nine to three thirty. Yeah, on a beautiful winter day in San Diego. Oh, nice. But you see what you see where I'm going yeah, with yeah, all this? Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I'll work. I'll work through that. Goggles. You know, helmets, gloves. I mean, they've got to, the, the goggle technology has got to be huge. Goggles are incredible. They, they have changed so much. Well, yeah, but how many people still use the same goggles they've had for 10 years? About every three years Plenty. they go. No, right. About every three years. And if as you, far, if and you hel- go riding and you're out your helmet. And, hold and, your helmet. Oh, I updated my helmet actually three years ago, so it's probably out of date by now. How about uh, yours? I, I got a couple I use. No, they didn't ask you what you use. I said, how old are they? Uh, one of them is probably three years. One of them is older. Yeah. One of them I haven't is heard a number. There's, there's new technology. They're only good they... for five to six years. Yeah. And then, Tops. Well, once you fall and you crack it. and that's what, Three no. years ago, that's what happened to me. Is I cracked my helmet. And you so it's don't no even longer... have to crack it. All you have to do is drop it. Yeah. Yeah, you just have it to drop it. It doesn't have to crack. If you just dropped it on the ground or yep. the cement... Mm-hmm. I used to do a military training, and we used oh man, I used to freak these guys out. We had a helmet, you know, it was it was a race helmet, and we'd say, "See that? It's junk. 
Same thing with bicycle helmets for little kids. Yep. You know, you know how little kids are. They like to throw their helmets around. Mm-hmm. And you've never dropped your helmet, right? Never. Didn't think never. So. I never hit the ground. I'm very, very, very careful with my helmet while I have it. I have the case. I have right. the box. Right. I like to keep it nice. But I'm just saying, one segment should be product. Yeah. New product. That's a great idea. And you there's know, a, there's an amazing video of a guy testing a Japanese helmet and. A Chinese helmet. They they look about the same. He has them on a stand, and he takes Wax the Japanese it. one, hits it with a baseball bat. It goes flying across his backyard. He does the same thing with a Chinese helmet, and it breaks into two pieces. It's like, oh, my wow. God. The, the difference is so stark between the quality of the two. I don't one know about it. $100. The other is $500. Well, which head do you have? And which one split? Yeah. The $100 one? Yeah. The Chinese one, it yeah. broke in half. It was amazing. I'm telling you, when I buy stuff today, first thing I look at is see where it's made. And if it's made in China, I'm not buying it. Uh, I don't care what it is. I'd rather, go, I'd rather go without. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and come back. No, we got still got two seconds. <laughs> All right, folks. This is SDORC Dirt Radio. FAM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to SDORC Dirt Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Let's talk bugs. K&J Termite and Pest Control. Family owned and operated for over 45 years. They love having your house clean. And the best way to do it, have them come out, take a look, see what you got going on, get into a program. And they will make sure you're bug-free for you, your family, your kids, and your animals. K&J Termite and Pest Control, 619-441-7378. Get a quote. I'm excited. I'm coming out tomorrow to treat my bugs. All right. I have my quarterly pest control service Did you, I have with really? you have a Did you let regular, all the bugs know uh, you're having a party tomorrow? The, yeah. The, the bug, you have a regular inspection? Yeah, well, uh, regular service. I have a regular pest control. So every three months they come out and what's that them. run? And then if any, and then if anything happens in between those three months, like I get ants come to the trash can or something like that, they'll come out and treat for free because I'm on a service plan. So I pay. I think it's ninety five dollars every, every three months. Every three months, and yeah, and it's wow, what a great way to preserve your investment. Yeah, for now, is this stuff they use? Are they safe with animals? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing is, is, is within basically an hour after he comes oh, okay. through and sprays, I can't let the dogs out because it has to dry. And then gotcha. as soon as it's dry, it's just fine. I should There's do that. No... I should do that. I know. Me too. I love spending money. So, uh, Oceana Dunes, there's another step. The Off-Highway Motor Vehicle Recreation Commission, mm-hmm. so the Off-Road Commission yep. for State Parks, is having a meeting next Thursday or this coming Thursday. And they're going to talk about... Uh, the stipulated order of abatement for Oceano Dunes. And that order, stipulated order of abatement, is between California State Parks and the Air Pollution Control District. They, they came to an agreement. They were, state parks didn't like it. Air pollution people uh, forced it. It's a kind of a legal binding thing. Uh, and it's telling state parks they have to do a lot of stuff to 
something in the air. This is where all of the orange fencing came from. This is where the bales of hay have come from, where we've lost 70% of our dunes out there to mitigating the closure because they seem to somehow feel that, which I'm going with I feel, they feel because yeah. I don't believe that it is a scientific finding, and that's what this well, is all about, is the so dispute there's, for this. Th- there's a, a study came out from the Scripps Institute of Oceanography saying that the dust out there, it's not toxic, and it's not nearly as bad as other the science advisory group and the Air Pollution Control District are making it out to be. So first there's going to be a commission meeting, so the commission can hear comments from the public, and then they can make their statement. And then in March, the Air Pollution Control District is going to have a meeting talking about this stipulated order of abatement. And at that meeting, they may recommend the stipulated order of abatement become modified. So we're going to see if they'll modify it and what they'll change. We off-road leader, the off-road leadership thinks that they will do some minor changes. The off-road public would like them to do some major changes. Because according to the Scripps Institute, the problem that they're doing all the fence and hay bales and closures for, it's not really a, a scientific problem. It's not a problem based in science. And so we would like to backpedal and change all that, open those areas back up. So we're going to see what happens. I think Friends of Oceana Dunes would like it if they didn't change the stipulated order of abatement at all. Because it is so slanted against us. And now with the Scripps Institute uh, study, they can take that to court and possibly get it thrown out. So it's more drama. It's a lot of a lot of hooey. So basically what's been in effect for so long from the scientific advisory group, this, the, which is con- referred to as the, the SAG Council, Science Advisory Group, um, they, it basically reaches far beyond what is actually needed. So requiring all of these fencing, requiring the bales of hay or straw as the, that they bring in because hay is not right. So they have to have the straw. Yeah, the straw bales because um, um, you can't introduce invasive species. Yeah. Which they do when they're doing that, because (sighs) when they're bringing the bales of hay in, they're bringing in rodent activity. There's bugs in there. Yeah, and they're bringing bugs bugs in. You ever seen a mouse jump out of a hay bale? Yes, actually. You never know what's in there. You never know what's in. You know, so besides this, we were talking and we never really, we need to like sit down. We should call KJ Termite Pest Control. Those guys, they would help us. They'd catch that little rascal. (laughs) We should should make a trip up there and, and have have Jim Sudi and the gang show us around Oceana Dunes because we don't really know it that well. Yeah. I, I mean, we're so far away. Yeah. And it'd be nice to really know what we're talking about. Go yeah. up, spend the night. The Go up, spend the night. Yeah, nights, get a hotel. Yeah. yeah. Camp, on the the camp on the beach. I'll throw my sleeping bag right on the beach. It's the only place in the state of California <laughs> you can't get a ticket for having your sleeping bag on but the beach. But uh, you guys ought to make a, a trek up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's plan that like in March or April. I'm totally down. Like before the summer crowds hit? Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, well, we don't have a winter. It went away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Global warming. What's the, the groundhog? 
I thought he was going to see. Well, packed his more, bags and six left. More weeks. We need people to get involved. There is an OHV meeting this yep. coming seven, uh, Thursday, February 17th. We need your comments. We need you to get active and involved. Aside from the OHMVR commission meeting this week, there's also an air pollution control district meeting in March that is following this as well. We need people to step up and make comments for that as well. Um, and and be active and be involved in this because this is this is going to make or break could make or break the lawsuits for what how this plays out because if they the this stipulated abatement order has been in effect since what 2016 I think is when it went in I'm not sure um, 2016 or 2017 I think is when the stipulated abatement of um, a abatement order went into place and it's been in effect since since we've had years of them trying to come in bringing all these fencing in and stuff and it um plays a role because the lawsuit basically says that it's overreaching and it and what this if they win and they are able to remove some of the stuff out then it won't look as biased as what it is and but because it's basically so, the California Coastal Commission putting the well, pressure on the air pollution control district there, there's a lot of moving parts here so if friends of oceana dunes beats the california coastal commission in their lawsuit and we get to keep it open we still are looking at this stipulated order of abatement yes so what we need to happen is we need to beat the coastal commission in that lawsuit and then we need to beat the stipulated order of abatement maybe through another lawsuit or through our testimony at these meetings. Yeah. So there's d- different stuff going on. And just because we, w- if we win this, we could still lose the Coastal Commission order. So it's, it's frustrating. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of... You can but run the Coastal, the coastal, the coastal commission. commission order I've wouldn't have that. any any I'm, reasoning to be in effect, though, I'm so it wouldn't be able to be right. uh, in, in order. Yeah. Because if we if you win this, they're basing their orders off of this, right? And and what the science is behind this, which I believe isn't science. It's This is their emotional feeling. <laughs> and they Well, so, they just they don't like off-roading, and like they're trying to f- find what kind of agency action can we do to, to end it. How hard is it to get on that? board uh you need a, a strong think, democrat to appoint you yeah i think you have to be appointed <laughs> to that board you're not elected actually dave to the board. i'm more interested so. in the fish and wildlife uh, yeah. commission the state i'm already a, a county commissioner so that's sort of yeah, the, 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 that's the direction i'm heading if if i could become a, a state that'd be good retirement that would, for you oh that would be a you quit really, shaking the shaking rocks and go do that something that's worthwhile neat, <laughs> we're making the world a safer place you over are not there. either yeah we are no you're not either you haven't seen the way i work yeah, I oh look it cracked okay next no i'm no. giving you a hard time yeah, yeah we, Dave, we just, got are you a geologist do you, you trudge i'm if a you technician trust i move heavy things around with yeah. cranes forklifts and Ooh, stuff like you that drive the fun stuff I I have a lot of fun. Okay, well, we I'm only have a couple polls. minutes left. So, so, what about so we meetings? have to say what about the happy birthday to Ed. Aww. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday yeah. to happy Ed. Happy birthday, Ed. I happy birthday, 18. Happy birthday to Ed. Your birthday yeah. yesterday? Uh, yeah. Did you get yeah. hammered? I know. When mean? I was 18, my then dad and my hammered. cousin took me to a lay girl's. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. And I was so embarrassed. I was, uh, uh, they went and talked to someone. This, this is the first time I'd ever seen a, a Oh my God, a, a these naked, girls don't have any clothes on. A, a naked adult woman. She came and sat right next to me and talked to me. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. He hasn't <laughs> forgotten since. Okay, so anyway, 
So anyway, so that yeah, totally wait, spun into did yeah. You, that, like we have that? like thirty cleanups. seconds did you like left. That? So yeah, thanks. Happy birthday, me. Ed. Appreciate thanks. that. Um, next weekend we're gonna be in Ocotillo Wells. You can come meet Ed if you Main haven't Street. and yeah. say hi to him at I the event center at Ocotillo Wells. <laughs> if you're and lucky, you'll see Audrey and I in a 392 Jeep oh, Wrangler. So excited! What's that thing flying up? Blow sand. Never sound of it. Who's that guy jumping out? Yeah, right. I just like the sound of it. Um, and then after that, we have our Painted Gorge cleanup. That's coming up the following Saturday, February 26th. And then after that, it's back to Akatia Wells for Tierra del Sol Desert Safari. Yeah. So they are going to be out there behind Jack in the Box. You can buy your entry now to be a part of the raffle. Um, but TDS4x4.com. Um, support those. Uh-huh. And they'll be on KUSI February 25th at 645 in the morning. With more information, go join S-D-O-R-C dot org. org. Right here on FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Thanks for joining us for San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio with Dave Stahl. The program that is working to further off-roading as a safe family experience while promoting and preserving the natural environment. To learn more about SDORC and how you can get involved, visit SDORC.org. That's SDORC.org. Join us next week at this same time for more of the latest news and initiatives in preserving the use of off-highway vehicles while protecting the land and wildlife at the same time. This has been San Diego Off-Road Coalition Radio on The Answer San Diego. This program is sponsored by Love Radio Network. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.